Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Mike. And, and this, this is Craft Root Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to Craft Brood Sports. I am your co-host, Scott, and with me, as always, is Mike, and this is Craft Brood Sports, where the beer is strong and we are never wrong. <laughs> Mike, what are we drinking this week, sir? Well, Scott, today we've got Honey Brown by Dundee Brewing Company. I don't even know if it's considered a craft beer, but there were two tall cans for a dollar apiece, and I figured... Why the fuck not? Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, So there's a reason why we selected Honey Brown for today's episode. Uh, we, we're going to get into some nostalgic topics today. And for me personally, Honey Brown was the first beer that I ever had that I was like, whoa, it's, you can have something besides like Bud Light, Miller Light. Like there's, there's <laughs> the first other beer you beers put on there? a solo cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I still probably put it in a solo cup, but well, that was because we were broke. Now right. <laughs> now, now we've graduated tall boys. Tall we're, boy. <laughs> we're winning. <laughs> but yeah, this was like the first beer that I was like, they make something that doesn't taste the same as every other beer. That's crazy. And it kind of opened up my eyes to, wow, there's, there's more than just these basic bitch beers out there <laughs> <laughs> took you down a road right. less traveled yeah and it was uh it was definitely eye-opening we also there was a there was one day in in the dorms in college where my roommate brendan uh had a six pack of honey brown in our dorm refrigerator and i had come back from a party and i had like 15 bud lights left of a like 24 pack that i had brought and hid in the corner. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, the Keystone's over there. And then I would drink the Bud Lights and then I, I was yeah, bringing the it back with stuff. me. Yeah. I wasn't letting anybody, I wasn't leaving that at the party. Don't touch my was, Bud Light. Right? So I put the, the 24 pack over my shoulder and then threw my coat over that and tried to sneak past the, <laughs> the RA desk, which immediately they just followed me to my room and they were like, Hey, uh, you got beer in here, don't you? <laughs> no. Exactly. I was like, no, I don't I don't have beer. It's it's a boombox. I like the 80s. Leave me alone. I just like to put my coat over it. Dicks. So they, they opened up the, the refrigerator, and they were like, let's see what you got. And there was my roommate's six-pack of Honey Brown sitting there. Way to go. Th- yeah, the you got RAs, Brandon busted. Yeah, the RAs were like, you got to dump all this shit out. And like made me sit there and dump his beer into the sink. Here's to Honey Brown going it's down the honey sink. Brown. <laughs> Sorry about that, Boyle. I apologize. I owe you a six pack of Honey Brown if you're <laughs> if you're still interested. If Have not, you? we've got a couple Tall Boys that are half drank. Uh, and you if, know that. You know what? I'll I'll get you three Tall Boys. That equals the six pack for three bucks. I'll spend three dollars on you, man. That's how much you mean to me. That's going to be his wedding present. Coming <laughs> up. That's, I'm going to get him three Tall Boys. 
Have you ever had honey brown before, Scott? I have had honey brown before. Uh, my roommate in college, Alex, uh, also introduced me to the honey brown. It's because nice. it was uh, brewed in, or is rather, brewed in Rochester. And he's like, you got to try this. This is taste of home, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. And whatever. It, it was one of those beers, though, that he gave it to me. And I'm like, this isn't too bad. I mean, I didn't think anything of it as far as like, yeah, that's one of those ones I'm going to put down and have right. plenty of times. But it, it is a pretty solid beer. And for a dollar, you can't yeah, you beat can't, that. You can't beat it. It's technically two beers for a dollar. Like, They're how many, 50 cents each. How many that's other it. shitty beers do you pay more than a dollar for? And you're like, uh, thanks. I mean, a tall boy of uh, Steel Reserve probably costs more than a dollar. And that tastes god-awful. So... Here's the honey brown right. for a buck, I, and I don't, I don't know if it's considered a craft beer. I mean, in my opinion, is I think the definition of craft craft beer it changes depending on who you're talking to. Like beer some, that's not Bud Light, right? Some people are like, <laughs> yeah, just not a, a macro level beer, not like Bud Light, Miller, whatever. Some people are like, oh, it's got to be a certain amount of barrels that they brew each year. Like that's the classification. If they're under that amount, then they're considered craft brew. But then some people are like, well, that that means some of these bigger breweries are not considered craft brews, but they are. So there's, I, I feel like <laughs> I'm, in the I'm getting craft... beer education here because yeah. I'm sitting here thinking that for me, craft brewed uh, beer is any beer that costs twelve dollars for a six pack. <laughs> it's two dollars per beer. It must be a craft beer because everything else is at that eight ninety nine range. So right. anything that it's twelve ninety nine, like. That's craft. That's craft. Yep. Well, if you're going by price, then Honey Brown is not craft. No, not even close. <laughs> but there's there's like people that consider Yingling craft beer. Really? Because yeah, because it's a smaller brewery. It's not. It was know, hard to get for a little bit. It was really hard to get for a, a long time, I and mean, you couldn't even get it in Ohio until a couple years ago. Um, then they expanded their brewing operations, and now they, now you can't. But anyways. Besides the point, point being that like that's I wouldn't look at Yingling as just like a, a basic lager and be like, oh yeah, that's a craft brewery. Yeah, no. But there's people that do based on their production and their output and whatever. You people are dumb. <laughs> so, well, for the purpose of this show, we'll classify Honey Brown as a craft beer. Uh, for you beer fans that listen to this podcast, that's that's the feedback I got was, hey, you call it craft brewed sports, and I think you talk about beer for like 10 seconds each episode. <laughs> Which is funny, because I was just sitting here thinking, this is the longest we've talked yeah. about beer, but you know, for you beer fans out there, yeah, this there is, you go. There you go. There's, now you can turn off the podcast. We're done. Right? <laughs> Switch over to something else. Uh, they turned it off when they found out we were drinking Honey Brown. <laughs> yeah, they were like, Honey Brown, well, like, they don't know what they're talking about, like, and now they're drinking just piss water. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's the beer. Uh, it's a good. That's a good amount of beer talk for the day. I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy with our until we get to that. consumer or can it right, and we'll talk about it. Again. Yeah, well, yeah, that'll be awesome. <laughs> but it's going down smooth right now. <laughs> it is honey brown, We're extra already, rich, already kind of buzzed. Yeah, I, I don't even taste any honey in this. There's no honey flavor to it, and, it, and I it's feel like barely brown. If it, <laughs> the can is browner than the beer, but whatever. If it was like, if it wasn't this extra rich, I'd be like, is yes. there any flavor to this? <laughs> <laughs> and there's radio silence. Folks. As we both drink killing our honey it. brown. Killing it. We are killing it. Scott, what have you been up to, man? We've been off for a week. Yeah, we had a hangover last week. Yeah. Uh, the real reason, though, is I was down in Atlanta. Boom. Had to go see my beloved Braves for one last time at Turner Field. The uh, first time since the first time I went, which was in <laughs> 2002. 
Yes, I don't get there very often. It's <laughs> so, a long so drive. So the second for me. time you've been there, it sounded cooler to say the first time since the last time I was there. Nobody wants to just say second. The first time since the last time, which was the first time. Yeah, uh, and this time was my last time. So. <laughs> This was the last time and also the first time since the last time that was my first time. Broke it all the way down. <laughs> so anyway, my second time at Turner Field, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get down there because they are moving, getting a new stadium. And at first, I was really upset about the whole move to Cobb County thing because yeah. the stadium opened. Well, it, it was the Olympic Stadium. It opened in 96. And then they transitioned there in 97. No shit. And so, yeah. So it's only, it hasn't even been open 20, well, yeah. Is that 20 years? Yeah. Uh, yeah. About 20, 20 years. Yeah. 20 and years this so, year. yeah, this, this is its 19th year and they're like, all right, well, now there's a lot more to it than, all right, we're just moving because we need a new stadium. It's, it all boils down to money. But right. at the same time, I was just like, really? Do, do we need to replace this stadium? It was one of the first in that new wave of stadiums and when i heard the announcement i'm like there's no way they're already moving but here we are they're moving and i don't know it, i guess it has this nostalgic factor for me because yeah you had to get that one last look at turner field because yeah. it's it's a, you're never going to see a game there again no and even though they're not knocking it down it's owned by the city so it's it's still going to be there um, oh, that's good to know. You can like check. you can watch some cool high school teams play <laughs> if you ever go back down to Atlanta. Yeah, and I'm like, sweet. oh look, when I was there for <laughs> all two times. Here's my third time not watching the Braves. <laughs> the third time that since my last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, no, but I mean, it's crazy because here we are talking about a stadium that's less than 20 years old, and I'm like, oh, I have such fond memories, but I do because you know that was. The first stadium that the Braves moved into after, you know, Atlanta Fulton was there forever, but, you know, way before I was born. And so it always seemed kind of like a dump. And right. then, you know, so this is like, oh, you know, my stadium. Not really. I mean, I was old enough to realize it was a newer stadium. And there's nothing, I guess, historical that's really happened there that's <laughs> special. But it's still just like, do we, do we need to move? Do, do they have to move to another stadium? Can't they just upgrade it and just keep it moving? I guess the money that was going to go into it was going to be insane. So it was one of those, well, we could put all this money into it or we could just build a new one and... They went decided, yeah, I mean, they decided to get a new one, but I'm just like, why? Why, why are we in this age where stadiums are less than 20 years old? That's, why do we care? That's absolutely crazy. To go the other way, I was in Chicago recently and saw uh, a game at Wrigley uh, for this third time ever. Uh, <laughs> I've now seen Your two first games. time since you're <laughs> I've now seen two games in the stadium in the bleachers, which is just a fucking shit show party, and I... As someone who's not a Cubs fan, I still enjoy myself in the bleachers because those fans are diehards and super cool to be around. Question. Yes. This time that you just went. Yeah. This third time. Did you, your two prior ones, was this before they made the outfield upgrade? Yes. So I have now gotcha. seen it before the upgrades and after the upgrades. In your opinion, after the upgrades? Uh, I don't like it, man. Big I, shocker. I don't like it at all. It's But it's funny you say that because you were mentioning how Turner Field, they were like, well, we could either upgrade this or just move to a new field. And I literally saw you know one of the hallmark stadiums in the MLB upgrade to like this bullshit that <laughs> I mean it's it's but it, let me preface this too by saying uh when I was at Wrigley before before the upgrades 
it's a piece of shit stadium. <laughs> like it's, it's not it's a billion years old. Yeah, it's super old. And Babe Ruth was playing. That's, that's fine. I think that's cool. And I think we hold on to this. Like we revere these stadiums as like being epic just because of their age. But at some point, you have to look at it and be like, okay, this stadium is garbage. Like I'm, I hate most stadiums where I have to piss in a trough. <laughs> I feel like we can That's at least, the mark of, like at least upgrade your bathroom and put in a fucking urinal so I don't have to stand next to this fat guy who just ate three sausages in line for the bathroom <laughs> and now is fumbling with the zipper because his fingers are too fucking greasy. <laughs> like that's... I don't want to be right next to that guy with no separation. <laughs> now, I did say most stadiums because Notre Dame Stadium still has a trough. Do they really? So, yeah, they still wow. have a trough in in their bathrooms. But they also have urinals and toilets so that you can – it's a little bit more 20th century. Well, I don't feel like I'm digging a fucking hole in the bathroom. Oh, see, that piss. doesn't bother me. I, I went to Wrigley two years ago, so the last year before they made all these upgrades. Yeah. And I, that was part of the reason I went because I'd never been. I'm like, I gotta get there. Got my buddies that are Cubs fans. They're like, you gotta go to a game before they make all these upgrades. It's gonna be stupid. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I went and saw the Braves, and I loved it. But I'm a huge baseball nerd, right? So it was great. You're like, oh, this history, and, I, and yeah, it's a dump. But it's one of those things where could you imagine the Cubs ever playing? Anywhere else no, other than no, Wrigley? No, absolutely not. No, it, it, they were like, oh, new Wrigley. That, that's why I thought it was weird, and I still do think it's weird. The Yankees built new Yankee Stadium, and everybody, like to a man, is like, yeah, this stadium just sucks. It doesn't have any of the character. It's just this big multi-billion dollar facility now that you know all the history and all the memories are over at the other place and now we've got this but i think that's just our generation we're just now older like if you think about it young kids coming up as baseball fans now they only know the yankees playing in new yankee stadium they don't know that history from the old state you know what i mean they didn't see games there they didn't watch that so the new generation of fans are going to come up being like, well, yeah, the stadium's way better. I've got a video board and I can fucking watch shit in between. I've got Wi-Fi. (laughs) Right. I've got Wi-Fi. I I think that it's just based on where we are in our, in our generation. Cause like, uh, so I'm with you seeing the game at Wrigley without the the video board was cool. Like it was just organ music Yes. Like it was very, it was very old timey feeling. Like I anticipated people coming in with like really long <laughs> mustaches, like they just robbed a train. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought I was going to see. I expected people to be dressed up at the game. Like I thought people were going to be in like suits and ties, <laughs> like they used to go to games in. <laughs> God, man. Because that's how old the stadium felt. It like, does it, feel like that. Because they've still got the concrete going on oh, yeah, up and everything. Yeah, the yeah. concrete ramps. I mean, you. I felt like... I think I had to like leave and go outside across the street to get to a different part of the stadium if I was trying to walk <laughs> around. Like, nothing was connected. Yeah. But it was... It's, it is a great though. feeling. It's a great stadium. I, I enjoyed it before the upgrades. I don't like it as much with the upgrades... Because it it does feel like it's more just trying to get into what everybody is now. But I say that as a Reds fan, Crosley Field was like the Reds' home. You know, that was like the stadium. And it was a piece of shit. And it was awful. It was horrible. It was (laughs) garbage. But then they moved. And, you know, now we're two stadiums after that. We went from Riverfront to Great American Ballpark. And Crosley still has this 
nostalgic feel of, oh, that was amazing. That was a great time. That was back in the day. But the new generation of fans aren't like, I wish we were still at Crosley. <laughs> like, I think if you give I don't it. I think an, the new generation of fans are like, I still wish we were at Riverfront either. That was dumb. Yeah, too. that was an awful that stadium. That was in the cookie cutter era. God, those stadiums all, Ugh. to me, those all needed to get torn. With those down. old, disgusting AstroTurfs. Oh, oh my God. God. It was the worst. And remember the last season when they were building Great American and they knocked <laughs> out the outfield <laughs> section? So you had this. Cookie cutter that had part of it cut out for Christ's sake! Like, what the shit was that? But some of these stadiums, like that one, you're like, all right, goodbye. I don't care. I'll never see it again. You know. Then you have the Cubs, and then Yankee, which is now gone. And then you have Boston. Boston went the route of just improving that, and I don't yeah. think anybody would say oh, Boston's improvements were for the better. Boston added things, but it doesn't seem like they're out of place like Wrigley. Like when you see Wrigley. It's like, none of those video boards should be there, man. It no, should just it's weird. be. Whereas in Boston, everything's there. And I, I don't blink twice yeah, it about it. It looks so like you've seen everything. You've seen games at Fenway? No, I haven't oh, been okay. to Fenway, but when I'm just saying I see, oh, it, on see TV, it on TV. Yeah, 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 nothing looks out of place. As soon as I see a game on TV for the Cubs now, I'm like, none of this looks right. Yeah, and it's so fucking bizarre. It looks like it's... somebody drew it on the screen because <laughs> it's just, nah, this isn't actually there. You try to block it out, but you can't. No, you, and, and it's, they've fallen into this trap of I don't know why when we go to a baseball game we feel like we need to be entertained throughout the entire time like in between innings there's got to be something going on and I think it comes down to like you said before it just comes down to money because now that's just another sponsor that's going to do like in Cincinnati we've got the Skyline Chili Shuffle where they <laughs> they play three card money with fucking chili and then there's somebody which is the dumbest fucking game ever. Anyways, so they do that, and like it, all it is is it's just a giant commercial for Skyline, and we're too fucking dumb as people to sit there and go, hey, I don't want to... Like, we'll sit on our TV and fast forward through every commercial that comes up, but at a baseball game, we'll <laughs> stare at the video board and be like, it's under the four-way! It's under the four-way! And not realize we're watching a fucking commercial for the entire span of that break in the inning. Well, when we eventually get to the uh, show we're going to do about how we want to make baseball better or think how it can improve. That's going to be one of those things that I say has got to go. But we're in this digital age of got to be entertained every second and I got to look at my phone and people sit there. And did you see when uh, they recorded, this is probably, I'm going to say end of last season sometime, uh, the girls who are all sitting there taking selfies. Yeah, yeah. God, that's how it is. You're just like, nobody can pay attention to anything anymore. There's got to be action or something going on every two seconds. Good God! And if and because we can't pay attention, they're like, "Well, then we need to put nets up so you don't get hit in the fucking face with this baseball <laughs> rifling at you." That's yeah. how ridiculous we are as people now that we can't pay attention when something that could literally kill us. We're like, "No, I I gotta check Facebook. I'm gonna fucking post this picture real quick." Maybe they should take away Smack. phones at the gate just everybody put them Shit. put your phone in this basket you, you, really? you must pay attention to this baseball do you, game do you realize how drastic attendance would drop if they did that in some cases gonna drop anymore 
That's a good point. <laughs> Look, how well, many people in Miami would be missing the game <laughs> if uh, they told you you couldn't take your phone in? It's really hard to watch Reds games lately with how empty it is. Well, it that, is you want to talk about empty? That Braves game for, for it being the farewell season, and they're trying to get everybody. Hey, come out and see Turner Field one more time. Saturday night in May. Nobody was feeling nostalgic about the. What five win at the time, Braves, and then they <laughs> lost another one. They won tonight. That, there you that, go. Hey, oh, yeah, I think I think it's ten. Hey, honey Brown, right, ten double wins, bit, double digits, <laughs> boom. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, nobody cares about it. No, now what's funny is this season the attendance will be fucking terrible. They'll hit that last weekend, and everybody will come out with tears. And, oh, right. What a piece of the what a part of history and memories. Well, and that's because that the Braves are smart, and they'll start like bringing Chipper Jones around for those last couple. But games. But they have and, already. Oh, right? They've brought out all the v former <laughs> Braves to like. They have this countdown calendar out in left field. It's like X amount of games left, and somebody famous pulls down. You know the countdown each game. <laughs> I mean, they fucking brought out Liam Mazzoni a couple weeks ago. Oh, Chipper Chipper was there last night or two nights ago because they're on the road. Uh, they had a Freddie Freeman, Chipper Jones bobblehead night, and uh, wow, stadium still empty. But that final weekend, you know, every asshole in Atlanta who <laughs> pretended they've liked the Braves <laughs> for this entire time are gonna be there. Oh, I can't believe they're going to Cobb County. <laughs> How much of a difference is it from Atlanta to Cobb County? What's the oh well? The so difference? here's the thing: when you're not me, I wasn't familiar. I'm like Cobb County. How far away are we talking? And I thought it was a, a great distance away because it seemed like people on Twitter were bitching about, oh, man, call them the Cobb County Braves. They're no longer Atlanta, man. <laughs> and so I was like, it must be a good 20, 30-minute drive. Now, with traffic, it will be. But, sure. Uh, it's on your way into down 75, on your way into Atlanta. It's about 15 minutes with you know no traffic, just getting from there to downtown Atlanta. It's not that's, that far. That's nothing. No. So no. I, it's like the, just people in South Atlanta. And I got to admit, I'm going to be one of those people who are like, oh, man, I'm so pissed, but this fucking nice. Like, <laughs> I've seen the sketches and everything, and that's why I'm starting to come around. I'm like, this looks pretty cool. Like, everything they want to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm really upset right when they announced it and – now I'm like, oh, when we're around there, too, I understand why they're doing it, because the city wouldn't let them expand, and there really isn't much room to do anything around there. That was part okay. of the reason, because they're like, we need more revenue. we got to get things up. And around the stadium, there's just nothing. There's this piece of shit hotel that we stayed in. Nice. You know, and then other than that, there's the old stadium parking lot, and that's about Sorry. it. Um, I'm fucking apologizing to people. Yeah, I just bashed my beer against the table. I'm sure everybody. Wasted. I saw the I saw the spike in the levels. I was like, oh fuck, that was my fault. <laughs> I can't fix that one in post. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's a piece of shit. But around the new stadium, it's. Nice. I mean, you could see the construction coming up, and like I said, I've seen all the uh, outlays and flyovers and everything that they're talking about having there, and I'm like, you just can't argue with it. But I know that it's just going to be another one of these new stadiums yeah. with no, and <laughs> the way the Braves are playing now, there won't be any history there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's going to take a long time before anybody's like, oh man, Cobb County Stadium, don't knock that down. Oh, and it's going to be not Cobb County Stadium or anything. You know, that's another thing with these stadiums. They all have some stupid-ass corporate thing. Oh, there is course. no more, I guess, Wrigley is technically 
one of the original corporate sponsors yeah. since they are owned by them. But, you know, it has that historic name or whatever. But now all of it, it's going to be SunTrust Park. Come on down and see your Atlanta oh, Braves at SunTrust Park. Awful. And in about 10 minutes, the sponsorship will change. Like, AT&T <laughs> is now, you know, it was Pac Bell when it opened up. And it'll be whatever flavor of the week bank doesn't go out of sale. So, you know, come see your Atlanta Braves at... Bank of the Week Park. <laughs> Bank of the Week Park. Bank that hasn't gone <laughs> under yet park. Ridiculous. I, I, I'm from Northeast Ohio, and uh, growing up, I you know I was a big Indians fan as a kid because that was the team near me. So I uh, I still... Where your parents banked? What's that? Where your parents banged? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's where my parents banged, so I had to be an Indians fan. Uh, <laughs> episode one, people, if you missed that, go back and, and check that one out. We're you referencing. We've joke. got history. Now, we, yeah, we've built up a, a following now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I still call it Jacob's Field, even though it's progressive field oh, yeah. uh, that the Indians play. I it still will call always it. be Jacob's. Yeah. And, and uh, it, uh, I call it Gundarina instead of the Q. <laughs> For Quicken Loans, where the Cavs play. <laughs> I'm still like, that's fucking Gundarina. That's not the Q. Yeah, no, it all it all has to do with, you know, where you were and where what what you think of things and that nostalgia holds a lot of things. So in. is it is the nostalgia really that important or is it that it's just important to us because that's what we had growing up? Like I kinda go back to that point that I made before about like the newer fans. Does that history really matter? Or are they young enough to be like, ah, eh, fuck it. You can play the game wherever. I don't care. I just That's my favorite team, so I'm just going to watch them. Like, I feel like if, if they ever tore down Notre Dame Stadium, uh, and they're doing improvements at Notre Dame Stadium, by the way, which has – people are freaking the fuck out because they're, they're talking about adding a video board, and they're like, you can't add a video board at Notre Dame Stadium. Like, Rudy well, never played with a video board. <laughs> can't do that. I was like, it, it's working for the Cubs. Uh, if, if they win the World Series with a video board, fucking do whatever the Cubs did to Notre Dame Stadium. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, that's just the thing. Uh, it, nostalgia only holds on as long as the people hold on. I right. just said it. I I was upset when they said they were moving. State, how can you move? Stadium's not even 20 years old. That's stupid. Now I'm all on board. It, you know, it is what it is. I, it's just like if the Cubs knocked it down. You can't see them ever playing at any place, not Wrigley, but 10 minutes after New Wrigley or whatever the hell sponsorship stadium opened up and the Cubs were playing there, you'd never remember. Yep. People would be like, oh, that was, I mean, I, there would be a transitional period yeah. where people are like, You're oh, upset. man, I, mean, I, like, I like Wrigley. That was the spot. And I think Wrigley is different because – the rooftops. So if you can't get a new stadium with rooftop access, although yeah. I will, so I'm going back to Chicago in a couple of weeks and we'll be watching a game uh, from a rooftop. The first time I saw a game in Chicago was from a rooftop, which was like bucket list type experience. I was like, this is fucking amazing. I'm on board with this. this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, plus there's unlimited booze. Uh, that's probably why. I was <laughs> yes, on board I've been to the Wrigley rooftops. I know all about the unlimited booze. Uh, so I, I think now, like going now, I get to compare rooftop experience before the the renovations and now, and I have a feeling it's going to be awful, man. With those video boards, you're going to be way, in your way. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I fucking see. see shit. I'll still have unlimited booze, so it'll be okay. Like I'll deal, but uh, I just can't imagine seeing from a rooftop with 
with all that shit in the way. And this is all uh, baseball talk. Here we are again with baseball. It is. We're and fucking, history. Yeah. And everybody holding but on this to is, that's Nobody the cares sport. about any other arena. Nobody says anything about, you know, you said something about Quicken Loans, but nobody said any, and is going to sit there and be like, man, you know, I, went, I remember when, because they're all just arenas. It's a basketball court. Baseball has right. that history, and baseball has... The home field thing is real in baseball. In other sports, it's not. They're all just the same. Fields. I think in in most cases you're right, but uh, the one that comes to mind is Lambeau Field. Like I feel like those crazy mm. assholes in Green Bay. And I apologize if we have any Green Bay people that are actually tuning into this. I, I think you're crazy because you fucking watch games in negative thirty degree weather <laughs> religiously. You're like fucking. This is the best. No, that's fucking awful. That's terrible. Uh, I think they. Okay, so well then I guess going to football maybe i am a little bit wrong it's not just baseball because college stadiums you said notre dame and i'm starting to think about all the other college stadiums that are you know can you imagine if ohio Ohio state State, yeah Yeah. can you imagine if ohio state was like all right we're getting rid of the horseshoe we're gonna build a new one like what people would do i now granted i don't know how old uh ohio stadium is i feel like it's got i mean they're at least modern with it like it's Notre That's something Dame. that I think that they would try to recreate, though, kind of like the Yankee Stadium thing. Yeah. You, you're you like, well, we're rebuilding the the horseshoe, and it would just be a new horseshoe. And yeah, the people would kind facility. of get yeah, over I think people would get over, over it. it. Yeah, I think you're right. I Notre Dame has a stigma, and we – I say we. The, fucking Notre Dame fans can be awful. Like, there's so many old guys that just hang on to – like the past, like it's, and it's because that's when Notre Dame was good. So they're fucking gripping that with their almost dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't, they were pissed that they got rid of grass and put in field turf at Notre Dame Stadium. It's like, over that. are you kidding me? Like, I don't give a <laughs> shit if they play in the parking lot. If they're winning games, who gives a fuck? Like, who cares if it's grass or turf? I got to say, though, if they would replaced it with AstroTurf. Would have been upset because <laughs> well, AstroTurf I mean, is the fucking worst. Does anybody use AstroTurf anymore? No, but for a good reason because it was fucking terrible. Thank God we got rid of all of the AstroTurf everywhere. Yeah, that's the that's awful. Here, hey, come play on this carpet that we put in the it's, cement carpet. Right. This green cement. Come play on this. No thanks. And it wasn't even like real green. It was like lime green. Mm. <laughs> like, I remember watching games on TV with that AstroTurf and thinking our TV was broken. Like the color, <laughs> the color. Do not adjust off. your set. This is what it looks this like. This is this is as awful as it looks. The shit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but yeah, I I think there is an element of that in every sport. Um, well, like I mean, in NFL, I don't think there's that much. I think people knew because when the 49ers left from candlestick it's like goodbye get rid of this yeah. piece of shit it is a dump and now they're in this technologically advanced right. stadium that nobody goes to and nobody <laughs> bothered to figure out that in the sun it's blazing hot but in the shade it's freezing cold and they've got all they can't get the grass planted correctly it's a fucking mess and that's another one like Atlanta where it moved from the city technically to the suburbs and they went from San Francisco to Santa Clara. Oh. And so, you know, it's not really, that's even farther though. When I was driving to uh, San Francisco, the last time I was out there, that site is definitely farther than Cobb County really? is from. Yeah. So 
not that anybody was sitting there out there saying, ooh, because yeah, San Francisco, the Yuppies, I don't really give a shit. But nobody was out there saying, oh, they should be called the Santa Clara 49ers. No, they were like, hey, let's get our fucking app off the ground. Yeah, no, they were like, we're rich. We don't give a shit where they are. Whatever. Are they, they winning Super Bowls? No? Okay, then who cares where they're fucking playing? But that's a, that's a stadium situation where nobody revered Candlestick. I mean, I'm sure there were a few people, but it, it was a fucking dump. It was time to go. It was yeah. probably 20 years too late to go out of that bitch. And now everybody's like, man, sure do miss Candlestick. The stadium sucks. <laughs> I think the NFL is just turning into this big dick measuring contest. Like, thanks to Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Mm. It's just like, all right, let's see who can spend the most money and fucking build the most ridiculous God. stadium like possible. the falcons the falcons yeah. new stadium that thing is a monster they're spending they're spending billions of dollars on these sta- oh my billions God. that's unreal to me that that's what we're investing in stadiums now is billions of dollars i i'm not in construction i don't know how much it costs but i'm feeling like you can scale back somewhere and get it out of the billions and into well, the millions. But most of it isn't even in the actual construction of the building. It's all the stuff we're talking about, all the yeah. bells and whistles right. that they add, all the Wi-Fi. <laughs> the, the Braves, one of the things with their new stadium, it's going to have the best Wi-Fi in any stadium in the world for about 10 minutes until the next stadium is built in some other sport yeah. or some other you know baseball venue, and they're going to have the best one. I remember when they had the biggest video HD board in the world, and that lasted for about five minutes. <laughs> It's always just a, a yeah, like you said, a dick measuring contest, and somebody's always going to just come along with the the next new big thing. I I haven't seen play. I've read about the new uh, stadium in L.A. and what that's going to be like. Oh, but I can't imagine like with how intricate and how ridiculous these stadiums are getting. Can you imagine one in L.A.? No, because the team will probably move again. Like, it's done out of L.A. twice now. Okay, let's start taking bets. What are they going to use the NFL stadium for after the team leaves? After the Rams leave L.A. again, what are they going to use Let's do a Twitter poll on that. Can we get a Twitter poll? Yeah, we'll get a Twitter poll going. What what do we think the Rams stadium will be used for next when L.A. decides they don't care about professional football again? (laughs) Next time... The, the U.S. has the Olympics. They're totally going to incorporate that stadium because they're going to be like, well, we got it sitting here. We should fucking do something with it. World Cup. Do- <laughs> yeah, there you go. World Cup. They'll have it there. Abandoned stadiums always end up with the World Cup. <laughs> World Cup sites. It's, it's there. We've got to use it. Spend so, a million dollars on it. So let me ask you this. If we're talking about nostalgic feel, now I know you're not a college football fan, but you've watched bowl games. Like you, Do you watch the, the bowl season when it comes to I, I do. Football? By the time... Uh, Football, college football ends. That's about the time I'm tuning in because yeah. now I can see all the players that are essentially just going to move on to the next level. So I kind of like to do a little mini scouting report. I do watch the okay. bowl game. I don't watch them all because I'm not watching well, the, there's... the asshole.com <laughs> bowl. And, you know, I'm not watching under 500 teams duke it out in the Meineke car care Chick-fil-A sandwich dot Bowl. I'm just not. But the, like, the bigger like games. You added the dot com at the end. Because they all have they something all, ridiculous at that. At, at this point, they're all something dot com. But yeah, no. So I, I will watch some Can of the Can we bigger... get the Craft Brewed Sports Bowl? How much Dude. do you think it would cost to do that? 
It can't be much, right? Yeah, let's get a Kickstarter going. And yeah. we're going to get the craftbrewedsports.com bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, please <laughs> pay for that. This and would be the best. We're going to do the play-by-play for it. Yeah, we get to do the play-by-play. Uh, and um, We won't drink Honey Brown. We'll drink better beer. <laughs> we promise. We'll drink something that costs $12 for a six-pack. We're going to have to put it on HBO because I can't control myself and I'm going to be swearing the whole time. Especially if Notre Dame got picked for the Craft Brewed Sports, but there would be a lot of swear words going on. And I wouldn't be drinking beer. I'd be drinking I, whiskey. I also uh, demand, I, I'm sure you've seen at some point that uh, Eminem, that time he was in the booth with yeah. Herb Street, and, <laughs> and we, he's going to be our third man in the booth because that was fantastic <laughs> he TV. Was out of it. That was the best. That was awesome. So, yes, the Craft Brewed Sports Bowl, people, it's coming near you. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I do watch those bowl games. But what about them? Well, uh, okay, the so uh, something like the Rose Bowl. Like, that stadium, I feel like, is the same sort of thing. It's this nostalgic, oh, we got to have... Uh, so, now with the playoffs, they've got it in an agreement that the Rose Bowl will always be played on New Year's Day. The, so, the college football playoffs actually switch days depending on when the Rose Bowl is in the playoffs. So, if the Rose Bowl is a playoff game, they're going to play the playoffs on New Year's Day. If the Rose Bowl is not in a play, uh, playoff game, it's like this past season where then the playoffs are on New Year's Eve. Which was a cluster. So, right. So they cater to the Rose Bowl because of this Sounds nostalgic bullshit of, well, we got to have a parade. But can you imagine watching the Rose Bowl in like a new Rose Bowl stadium? I don't think I could. No. It would be weird. No. It'd be really weird to see. But I also, I know it was always historically prior to the you know championship thing now it, it's always a big 10 team and a pac 12 team or whatever West well that was team. yeah that was the yeah the and, historical and, but, matchup yeah and now that's not the case got over that i mean what could i get over another one sure i don't i don't know i mean i i don't hold that in such high regard yeah, as i do other things that's true so you know no parade no nothing as soon as they start switching things with when the games are going to be played and who's going to be in them that's kind of all at the window as far as I'm that's concerned. crazy right like yeah. to to cater to that because of this yeah, nostalgic idea Just that the rose bowl has stupid. to be like oh this parade has to be on new year's day why Mm-mm. why who the fuck have you ever watched the rose bowl parade yeah, by accident. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never sat. It is not appointment viewing. I am not sitting around on New Year's Day with a hangover. Uh, somebody turn on the Rose Bowl parade because I am missing some good stuff. There are some high schoolers twirling some batons. I have got to see. Guys, no. I know I got really fucked up last night, but uh, wake me up at noon if I'm not up because I got to catch this Rose Bowl parade. And if not, DVR. <laughs> DVR. We live in a society with DVR. No. I won't miss a minute. No, I'm that nostalgic. I don't use DVR. Oh. I still, I still use a VCR. I still, nah. I still tape stuff. Betamax that shit. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. I feel like when it comes to sports, we've gotten this idea that we hold on to this nostalgic tradition way longer than it needs to be. Okay. Well, we were talking about something else that goes along with this nostalgia. What about? players and them staying on teams for a certain amount of time because there's this question now as we enter the western conference championship is this the last we're going to see of kevin durant in a thunder uniform and the question's slightly crazy because one they're not even out of the playoffs yet so he's still a current member (laughs) but two do we hold that in regard anymore of these guys playing with the team for their entire like it's a big deal right right you know chipper jones That's was with the Braves his whole career Derek Jeter was with the Yankees his whole career 
But then you think about it <laughs> along other lines. Other famous players, even though you think about them, everybody forgets that, you know, Jordan ended his career with the Wizards, for Christ's yeah. sakes. And, it, I mean, is it crazy that we hold nostalgia for that? Or is it just another thing? Because I feel like that that's going quicker than the, the stadium nostalgia. The, the t- Playing with one team, like kids now have no idea. They're expecting guys to play for four or five six teams now right at this point. It, yeah they're just going to go to whoever the highest bid i feel like the only people who are going to have a chance at playing for the same team throughout their entire career are the guys who are yankees red Sox, or or in those high nostalgic you know, those teams big big money markets is what it comes down yeah. to because if you're an amazing player uh and i should i should specify amazing players that play in big markets are the only ones who are going to be the ones that stay around in that team yes. for their entire career. Because if you suck, they're going to get rid of you and bring in somebody, <laughs> some other high price gun to replace you. But if you're good and, and you're serviceable and you're, you're doing well and the fans like you and whatever, uh, I think you're going to make the money in those teams. I was surprised as hell that Joey Votto signed that contract with the Reds to stick with the Reds for what, like 12 more years. He's basically going to end his career as a red, which was crazy to me because he could have gotten so much money from the Yankees or the Red Sox. And I think that's what it all comes down to. These guys, if you're an amazing player, you're going to go to whoever's going to pay you the most period. And I can't fault a guy for that. Like if, if somebody came up to me right now, Scott, and they were like, Hey, I got this podcast. Uh, it pays. Fuck uh, you. Don't finish that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) You're leaving me. This is the third episode. You dick. I'd be like, Craft Sports, what? I got to, <laughs> shit, I'm about to make even, some you money. You didn't get the name of the show right. He said, Craft Sports, what? It's already Exactly. What dick. I thought what we had was real, man. That's how I feel like some of these teams are. It's true. Yeah, I, that is pretty heartbreaking to do. You know, another one, Bryce Harper. They're already talking. He's three years away from free agency. They're already talking about him leaving Washington. But he's going to go, right? I don't know. Is he? I think he is. But Washington can back up the Branks. They could, but that's what it comes down to. If they can't back it up, and and do they want to? You yeah, you can back up the cash flow and and dump it on this guy. But then, do you have enough to build a supporting cast around that? Yeah, well, and some of these guys, it becomes is it all about the money? Because if he wants X amount of dollars, then it doesn't matter. You know, whoever offers X amount of dollars, team be damned. You know, they could be the. 2,000 Royals with nobody on their roster yeah. if they're like, well, we're going to give you $400 million over the next 10 years. Sayonara, Washington. Right. It's been nice knowing you. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Kobe stayed with the Lakers the entire time. And but they that's were a big shit. That's a big market team. Yeah. That's that's L.A. I guess it depends you know? on – it also depends on the structure of the sport, too. And, you know, in basketball, you've got the salary caps. So you got to worry about that. In baseball, there is right. nothing. Yeah, that's I, a good point. I'm curious about – Bryce Harper, because I don't know. I could see a situation where he stays with Washington, but it is the the thing about it is then if he stays for his whole career, I, I guess Washington's just such a newbie franchise that I'm like I don't really care. I, I mean, no, I mean he was a career gnat, like, right? No, nobody cares about that. I guess there's certain teams that you you say, oh, it's it's cool that he was a career whatever, and I guess. The team's success plays into that a little bit. I think so. I mean, you know, the, 
there's some teams that you, you wouldn't I, I mean would say the Nets that I wouldn't necessarily care but I mean if he was a career Oriole that'd be a big deal even though they've mostly been shit but they've got history behind them yeah during yeah. our lifetime they've mostly sucked but I, I guess it, it, it depends on the franchise too when you care about that yeah I, I guess I just uh, I'm more of the the mentality that these guys are about the money. Maybe they're not. I mean, yeah, some of these guys are going to go for whoever's going to give them the best chance to win the ring. Uh, and you can't fault them for that either. So that's another reason why I feel like Bryce Harper is out of Washington because Dusty Baker is not going to do it for Washington. He's not going to be the guy. <laughs> Spoken like a true gets- Reds fan. <laughs> Dusty Baker won't get him over that hump. I've seen this story play out before. They're going to they're gonna do sweet uh, and get to the playoffs and then uh, blow a 2-0 lead and fucking... Get swept the last three. Games I feel like of the you series. need to cry it out, Mike. Are you, are you, uh, look, have you fa- having flashbacks? Little, Is yeah. Honey Brown getting you all nostalgic? <laughs> <laughs> I was there for Game Five, man. When uh, the Reds lost to the the Giants in that in that series, and I saw Buster Posey's Grand Slam home run, and I still have nightmares of it. That was fucking awful. Buster Posey, there's a player that you know could retire a Giant, I suppose. He could, but he very well could. Uh, he's had the success at San Francisco. So he's he knows that it can be done, at, and that's a historic that franchise. Even if it moves cities, yeah, <laughs> right. It, it has the history behind it. Yeah, so but I guess Buster Posey is one of those guys. See, maybe for me, Bryce Harper. Part of it is too. Uh, I actually enjoy him. I like Bryce Harper, but he's not a guy that I see as somebody that I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, maybe it's because Buster Posey keeps his mouth shut, so you're like, oh, he's humble, quiet right. Buster Posey, and. For all I know, he could be a huge dickhead. But you just say, like, oh, yeah, he's he's could be a career giant. Everybody would okay with that. I mean, if Bryce Harper leaves the Nets, I don't know how upset Nets fans will be about 10 minutes afterwards either. I could see them totally booing him because he's not. Absolutely. Whereas uh, if Ryan Zimmerman had stayed healthy and he was one of the first players that they drafted when they were rebuilding that right. team, I mean, at this point, he's a career national. But if he leaves soon or he ends up somewhere else, I don't think there would be any like, like super sadness because of what he's deteriorated into. But that's one of those guys that I could see that city or that team being like, "Oh man, it's sad that Ryan Zimmerman right. is left just because yeah. he's been like you know a quiet, humble superstar." Or isn't you know Bryce Harper? It's like, "Oh well, we're you know we loved you, Bryce, while you were here, but we get it." If Bryce Harper leaves, I think it'll be like when LeBron left the Cavs. People yeah. will be like, "Fuck that guy, yeah, burn his no, jersey. Yeah. <laughs> he's a douchebag." Well, I mean, if he, especially if he does the decision. Oh, <laughs> if, if that nightmare replays itself, I thought, then I thought that's the only way you were allowed to announce where you were going. I, uh, I'm taking my toilets to New York to play for the New York Yankees. I actually, if if he does that, then fuck Bryce Harper. If he does that, I love Bryce Harper right now. I love what he's doing. I, I love. That you mean fuck him if he goes off. to the Yankees? Yeah, but as soon as oh, okay. he, as soon as he says he's taking his talents to New York, then fuck that guy. <laughs> I thought you meant just if he did the decision. Oh no, no, no! If he did the decision, I don't give a shit. I'd actually probably laugh really hard if he does the decision. Like that's such a, a troll move to fucking yeah to do I'm, it. Yeah, I'm taking my talents. I, <laughs> I knew it was stupid when LeBron did it, so now I'm making fun of that. Right. right. <laughs> And it's it would be after seeing what happened with LeBron, it would be such a middle finger to everybody in Washington. In, and plus, like, Washington would know how it's going to play out. It's like uh, <laughs> we're not tuning in for this. We know you're not staying. I was thinking about that when I was driving to work last week about the decision. I'm like, how did Cleveland actually think that there was any chance he was going to stay? Because why would you even hold the press conference if you're going to stay? 
you, I, I mean, looking back on it, I know it's easy to say after the fact, but realistically thinking about it when you're going into it, why would he hold this big presser to announce, yeah, everybody, I'm just staying? Because <laughs> I, uh, you know what, I can't even answer it. As, a, as someone <laughs> who liked LeBron and wanted him to stay in Cleveland, I watched it being like, is he going to stay? I think he's going to stay. I think he's going to stay. I have no idea why I me, thought that. Me I just, liking LeBron, but understanding it and just being on the outside, I was like, there's no way he's staying. <laughs> I, I never, I, I don't know that I expected him to go to the Heat at the time, but I, I was like, he's, there's no way. And the, the jersey change was a tip off too. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not when wearing 23. Yeah. I'm going to, no, 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 not when he was leaving Boston. Oh, and, and oh I, you're talking I about I mean, he... before the season was even over, he's like, hey, next season I'm wearing number six. I'm like, hmm. That's so you, curious. You thought that was yeah. No, that was that a huge was tip giveaway. off to me. I thought huh. there's no way because I, I actually thought that at the time I was like, well, is he going to Chicago? Because it was retired. But then when you looked at it, I'm like, huh, 23 is retired by Miami, so he couldn't wear 23. In Miami. Uh, Miami retired 23 for Jordan. The only other team in the NBA that retired, <laughs> that retired a jersey of a player that never played for him. But I respect that. Damn it, that that's is one of those jerseys awesome. that should be re- retired across the league, like 99. For I'm Oc- not, I'm not disagreeing with but you. But yeah, no, I, I thought that was a huge tip off. Then I, I, I was like, he's not going. He's that's not going I back. never even made that connection. Yeah. But that's how blind Cleveland fans can be oh, when it God. comes to their their players. Like I didn't even. I'm like, no, I think he might stay. I think that Cleveland is the king of nostalgia. Oh my god, king that whole city is built on nostalgia. What would, would, would Cleveland even know what to do if they won a championship? Because at yeah. this point, they've gotten to they've gotten so far on the sad sack, can't win a championship in in a gajillion years across any sports, and the drive and the you know the shot and all that. They've got so many sad sack stories. Like I, it would be one of those moments when. Their heads just explode. They would know they exactly like, what to do if if a Cleveland team won a championship. Cleveland and it is looks burning. like it, yeah, it looks like the Cavs are probably the closest. That's exactly what would happen. That city is fucking. I want to go party there. Like I would. <laughs> I sure because I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of death if it's by fire. It'd be kind of cool to see. Like think about how awesome it would be to be like 20 years from now when you're looking back on your nostalgic memories and you're like, yeah, you know that riot in Cleveland that killed half the population i was there ladies and gentlemen when uh cleveland wins a championship i'm going to be looking for a new co-host so submit your applications uh, now yeah craftbroodsports at gmail.com he got the name right Uh, this time i knew the fucking name i was making a joke god damn it sure one foot out the door but seriously if any podcasts are looking for additional help my services are up for you know we can negotiate son of a bitch bryce harper what i'll do is i'll i'll have a my own uh, podcast one episode where I just announce which podcast I'm going to be <laughs> being a part of. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll be like, listen, I'm taking my soundboard to Craft Brew Sports. I'm going to take it to Craft Brew Sports. Oh, See? See, I knew he Brew wasn't Brew. going anywhere because he didn't change his jersey number. <laughs> oh, shit. We have, uh, we're starting to get off the rails here again. I love this part of the show where we are just fucking talking about weird shit. And we're not even well, it's all nostalgia really stuff. on topic, topic anymore. Enough. What do you think about uh, Dirk and Whiskey? You think he's gonna? You think he's staying? Yeah. Well, he said he was going to. He just said that uh, he was going to re up. He wanted to be one of the players that stayed. See, and there's one of those ones that bucks the trend of playing in a 
quote unquote big market. I know Dallas is a big market technically, but they're not big market when it comes to the NBA. They're not big market, but you got Cuban. So yeah, no, but I mean, it's, it's not it's, a franchise that you would say, oh, somebody was going to stick with their whole career. Right. And does anybody think of Dirk as? I mean, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame, but he's not one of the players that anybody it jumps to your mind. I feel like. That, you know. I feel like he's one of those guys where if he went to another team, he wouldn't be the same guy. Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't be Dirk on another team. Well, at this he point, would in his be career, relegated he? to like this. He's somebody's sidekick at that point. Like in Dallas, it's like, oh yeah, that's Dirk. He's yeah, he's the guy here. But he's we, a shell of himself. He is a shell of himself at this point. That's I mean, I mean that, but that's that going to happen with ago. everybody. They're gonna they're not gonna be able to to stay in the same shape. But I feel like. If he were to go somewhere now as the shell of himself, they're they're just like uh, it's that. But guy. that's what happens with a lot of these guys when they're done. I mean, Jordan was the shell of himself when he went to Washington. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there he was in Washington. Yeah, it you're was. Right. I mean, it was gross, but it it happens. But nobody. Some some guys just rise above the playing for a different team thing. They get so far in their career and are so iconic with one franchise that no matter if they ended up. You know, shelling around. I mean, Jerry Rice. Does anybody remember that Jerry Rice played for the Raiders? No. And he actually ended his career. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) He actually ended his career in Broncos training camp. I did not remember that. Yes. That's that's pretty He never played for them, but he was in Broncos training camp. But yeah, see, stuff like that, like, people don't remember. I mean, the Raiders, you can kind of remember because they did go to the Super Bowl. Right. So there. And it just so happens that it seems like the Raiders are the retirement home for the Niners. The the former (laughs) Niners just leave and go across the bay. Go across the bay. Yeah, Yeah, it's just easier to just drive across the bay. But there's a lot of guys that end up being so iconic with one franchise that you forget or you block it out of your mind for whatever reason or enough time passes that you're like, oh, yeah, they did play for that. Here's here's one that I was thinking about when we were, I was going over this uh, topic in my head. What about Randy Johnson? Who do you think – what's the first team or what's the team you associate Randy Johnson with? I associate with? him with the Diamondbacks. You associate with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. But whenever they show highlights, I swear to God, there will be highlights of – Seattle. It's always yeah. Seattle. But yeah. where did – here's the funny part. Can you name the franchises that Randy Johnson played for? No, he, I know he had like six. He was like all over the you map. Try. Try, try. And I it. can't. I'm not going to okay. even try. He I played. remember looking at – the reason why I remember that there was a bunch of franchises is because when they were talking about Ken Griffey Jr. and how he was going to go into the Hall of Fame, they were talking about Randy Johnson and, and how he had, had gone into the Hall of Fame, and they listed all of his – teams on the plaque. Yeah, well, and I was thinking about it, and one just popped into my head. I'm like, this is how many he's played for. He played for Montreal, then he went to Seattle. He was with Seattle forever, and I, yeah, for whatever reason, forever. Seattle is the one that sticks in my head, but he played with the Diamondbacks longer. But then he right. went, he got traded to Houston okay, for that like half season, then he signed with the Diamondbacks, went to New York, and went back to the Diamondbacks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's one of, yeah, right? But I guess he's another one of those guys that you're like... I, you associate him with the Diamondbacks, and he, yeah, he spent most of, his, most of his career there. But I felt like he has most of his like iconic moments with Seattle, yeah. and they're not even the first franchise he played for. It's kind of like Nolan Ryan. Yeah, who who claims Nolan Ryan? And there's like five teams that claim Nolan That's Ryan. That's true. So let me ask you this then: if going along that, so you mentioned Randy Johnson going back to to the Diamondbacks. What do you think of the like ceremonial? signing with that team to retire as that player. So like for example, you're a big Jordan fan. 
Jordan ends his career with the Wizards. What if he had like signed a contract with the Bulls for one day just to retire as a Bull? Do you think that's even I personally I think it's dumb and it's stupid and it's pointless. It depends on the situation. Some of them uh, I I think Justin Tuck just did that recently, and Justin Tuck's yeah, not like to an back iconic to Giants, player right. to me. So I was like, well, why does Justin Tuck really need to sign with the yeah. Giants? He, I don't think of Justin Tuck. He's a really good player. That's not right. Like Justin a Tuck. Hall of Fame guy. Justin know, Tuck is Notre a great Dame. player. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Calm down. I was getting there. But um, he's not one of those guys that I'm like, yeah, you know, rolls out. The- so for him to do it, it was stupid. If Jordan wanted to do it, fine. You know, there's there's some people that the ceremonial thing, especially again, if they send Randy Johnson's case, he actually went back and played for the right. Back. It, so, yeah. So kudos to him. Yeah, he didn't exactly. Do the one it's day fine contract, if you. If, right? It's fine if you play, but I, 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 I like Tom Glavin did that for the Braves. He had left and you know been in New York for a while, and they came back and signed the contract with Atlanta. I, it, there was a bunch of politics involved, and he like didn't make it out of spring training or pitch like once, and then that was it. It kind of faded into obscurity. It's like <laughs> it, it was a ended. terrible way for <laughs> Tom Glavin to go out, but he at least came back and played for the Braves. So I just, you know, I feel like it's so pointless. Like, who cares? It just depends. Who it's case you, by case for me. I we just talked about how you like Randy Johnson. I think of the Diamondbacks. He didn't have to like. If if that was the case, if he didn't play that game, if he just went back and and played or signed with them just to retire with the Diamondbacks, I would have thought of him with the Diamondbacks anyways. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the a player makes his mark in a certain team, and that's who he's remembered by. You don't have to go back and sign with them and then retire and be like, okay, see, I retired as well. Like if Joey Votto left and went to the Blue Jays, and then was like, all right, I'm going to sign with the Reds and retire as a Red. Be like who? Who gives a shit? Everybody's going to remember you from your MVP year with the Reds. Like, nobody's going to remember you. They may remember you went to the Blue Jays, but they're not going to really – they're going to remember your career. Right. Nobody remembers that Pete Rose played for the Phillies. Right. Except for people in Philadelphia who claim Pete Rose as right? their own. Yeah. Uh, there's always that pocket of fans. I'm sure there's people in Oakland. Yeah, Jerry Rice. Greatest, one of the greatest Raiders it's of all It's like time. Cincinnati fans who claim Griffey. There were people that were actually wondering what hat he was wearing. Yeah, but that's a little bit different because it was almost split down the middle. I mean, yes, he had all of his success in Seattle, but he played for a decent amount of years in Cincinnati. I... There were forgettable years and he was hurt. And yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, he, he was, was on the there, team. Though. Yeah. He was on on the team, he but, didn't play the same. But that's that's slightly different. That's that's one of those things where what do you? Most people are just going to say he's a Mariner, and and, and that's yeah. what I, that's what I look at him as. Yes, he, he's a Mariner. But I mean, it's not that far of a divide when you talk about just years played, not not success, not sure. mark made, just years played with the franchise. That's where it gets weird, yeah. and it, it's all. And, and you don't think less of Griffey as a player for having been on a different team sometimes no not at I, all. I, I i do though think less of guys that jump to a different team and it it's kind of weird you know nobody thinks of barry bonds as a pirate but he spent his first i do because i had his card when he was a pirate <laughs> and it's so funny i don't i wish i still had that baseball card he was so fucking skinny on that baseball card well he was it real fucking didn't even skinny look on like some of those giants beat. cards too prior to 2002 but that's another story yeah that's a that's a different podcast but you're right no i i agree people don't really associate with him associate him with the pirates they he's a giant and he'll always be remembered as a giant because that's where he made his mark i guess maybe the the lesser known players the players who aren't 
making those setting those big records or like making those big stories. Those are the ones that you're not necessarily going to. So what's our take on it overall? Just the players. Because the more we talk about it, the more I realize it's incredibly rare for a guy to play his entire time and and be good. Yeah. Because I guess there's some guys that you'd be like, you wouldn't even know played their entire career with a certain team if they didn't do, if they didn't achieve certain yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, you you think about it. Uh, but we make a big deal about it. Who was it that just retired from the Rockies? Todd Helton retired recently. And like, Played it was the a, whole career yeah, with the his Rockies. his whole career was with the Rockies. People outside of Colorado are like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. It's not really that big of a deal to, to those people. I think um, I think the fans of the, the team that you're playing for are the ones that are going to care the most. For sure. Uh, and unless you were some big name big record setter, nobody else is going to give a shit what you do, whether you switch teams or whatever. But, I mean, man, I I, I guess it blows my mind a little bit more the more that I think about it. It, it, it kind of, it, it's a big deal and not a big deal at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Like, to think Tim Duncan has played his entire career at the Spurs and is probably the greatest power forward of all time and will retire a spur, that's pretty incredible. And then the same thing with Kobe, even though he was drafted by the Hornets. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they both played their whole, and I'm, I'm like, that's actually, you know, not even Jordan did Does, that for Christ's sake. So like, the, that's kind the of crazy. question that you, you had brought up when we were talking about the show topic, does free agency make sports less fun? The fact that these players can go wherever, does it make it less fun for you that a guy can leave and go to the Yankees that he can leave and go to, you know, whatever I, team I don't think it makes it less from fun from the idea of I I don't like teams claiming ownership to a player I like the idea that they can play for whoever they want but I also like the idea that these guys choose yeah to play for a team that they've been with or a team that they're like you know what this team gave me my opportunity I'm right. going to like stick with them like that's it's what a loyalty I loved about, thing. yeah yeah I'm I mean I, that's what thing. I love chipper about chippers he could have left two or three times and got paid so much more than the Braves are paying him. But that was home. That was his thing. Like that's yeah. why he's my favorite players. Cause he never left. And he probably could have even at the end of his career got paid to pay probably play for somebody else like that last. Somebody would want him to sell tickets. Yeah. And, and he could have done it. He could have just done it for a payday, but he never did. And there's something to be said about that, you know, and from a nostalgic factor and plus just the loyalty factor. But it's crazy to think that that really just doesn't happen because of the way because of free agency. So, yeah, to answer the question, it's good and it's bad because it, yeah. uh, it, free agency has also helped all of my teams. So I can't sit here and say no, free agency has made the game worse because it gives you hope a yeah. lot of times because some teams just aren't good at bringing in or you know <laughs> bringing in their own guys or developing their own guys and you just need it. Yeah, some teams are are just the fire sale team where it's like we're going to bring this guy up from the minors. And- <laughs> One day he's going to be great, and as soon as he's great, we're fucking losing him. He's gone. He's out of here. We won't have him anymore. That was the Royals our entire life, and all of a sudden they they were in back-to-back World Series and finally won one. So I don't know. Maybe they were on the 30-year plan, which is crazy to think. I I think it it just was politics and everything with money. They didn't succeed before. I think you can at some point. But you also need – I mean, they did have help through free agency too. Absolutely. Even, Even if they're small 
additional pieces, not right. the main big ones. I, think. I mean, even the main big ones. I mean, you you got Johnny Cueto for the the, yeah. the final push. That's a huge piece of the puzzle. Well, that was a trade. To them out. That's another topic too. That I is mean, another topic. Like You're right. Trade, it wasn't a free agent. You're free right. Agency. You're yeah. right. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I apologize. I, to... <laughs> no, I, I quit. To... I quit. Stop recording. I'm you are done. trying to get out of the show <laughs> any way possible. First, you were out here soliciting, and now you're just quitting because you think I'm jumping on your shit. Next, Dude, gonna, do you not want to do the podcast? Next, anymore? I'm cool. going to spill cool. my beer on the on the soundboard. Be like, "Whoop! It's broken. We can't do this anymore." Sorry, man. Oh. We're experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> no, you're right. It's that is different. Trades are are different, but uh, yeah, I, you're right. There's, um, I personally, I think free agency uh, is a, a good thing. Uh, because you made a good point. It gives teams hope. Um, even if that hope is like, I hope this guy stays and doesn't <laughs> and doesn't yeah. leave us, there's still like that element of hope and uh, like, oh, I wonder who's going to be the guy that sticks around. I don't think it's gone. I don't think that uh, idea of a player staying with the team forever is gone for good. I think it's always been an incredibly rare instance. Yes. Um, but free agency pretty much eliminated it being a thing right right and yeah yeah, so but i think uh i think we'll still have those couple of players every year that kind of surprise you and it's like oh fuck he's he's sticking around for good he's not going anywhere that's kind of cool and uh, and that's just how it's going to be forever in sports until something crazy down the road happens and something that we're not thinking of and then it's all of a sudden teams are just like moving every year and people are like, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Whatever. I don't know. Um, drunk. Uh, <laughs> when the NFL does that, they're putting a team in Europe or in England. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to play for the England team. Then I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any loyalty to this country I wasn't born in. So I'm out. I'm going to go play on home soil. Right. Exactly. I'm I definitely won't blame anybody. I never thought of them as the... Uh, the, the entire career is a London Big Banner, but uh, <laughs> then he oh, went God. and played for then oh. he went and played for Jacksonville, and I just made that name up. You're welcome, I Adele. Hope, I hope that is their team name, the London Big Bens, and I hope <laughs> it's just the it looks just like a giant dick on their jersey, yeah, or just on their the helmet. Clock. <laughs> is that a dong? Yeah. Oh, you guys are the London dickheads. <laughs> um, Scott, let's go to consume it or can it. How about that? Does that sound good to you? Yeah, sure. All right. So we'll start off with our beer that we haven't talked about in a while, but we got honey brown beer. Are you consuming it or are you canning it? Might as well keep consuming it. I mean, there's no reason when we're getting nostalgic on everything else that I shouldn't be nostalgic about Hell one of yes. the first <laughs> craft quote unquote beers I ever had. So I am consuming the extra rich honey brown lager. <laughs> that sounded mm. so dirty. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, this may be the only time that this happens on this podcast, but I'm going to can it. Um, I think my palate has changed uh, <laughs> quite a bit, and this just doesn't. It. I don't really taste anything special about this beer. I think if you are somebody who is trying to get out of the regular, like if you're somebody who drinks Bush Light every day. And you're like, there's got to be something better than this. Go ahead and pick yourself up a dollar double. I feel like if you're that person, you're not going to switch to anything anyway. (laughs) If you're drinking a Bud Light every day, you're you're the one that's excited that Bud Light or that Budweiser is changing their name to America. You're like, fucking yeah, that's right. Goddamn right it is. God 
pandering pieces of shit, Budweiser. I hate you. <laughs> Anheuser-Busch will never be a sponsor on this show. Actually, they probably... I'd sell out in a second. I'd be like, yeah, We already sure, established that you would. <laughs> <laughs> Stop lying to people, man. Good God. But yeah, Honey Brown, I'm going to can it. Um, I think if you... If you are looking to step into craft beer, it's a good little intro to let you know that there is other stuff out there, but there is way better beers than this, uh, so go with something else instead. Find a local <laughs> brewery and get one of theirs instead of getting a Honey Brown. But if you only have four quarters, <laughs> by all means, get yourself a Honey Brown. <laughs> like If that's all that's in the console of the car, yeah, then consume the shit out of this. <laughs> I've got four quarters. Getting a honey brown. <laughs> that might be the saddest sentence that somebody could ever utter. I, got... I actually think they should use that to promote it, though. <laughs> Do you have four quarters? Then you've got yourself a honey brown. Oh, shit. That would be the best commercial in the world. I feel like they should shout out to us and uh, reach out and get get a sponsorship going on let's here. tweet them uh if they sponsor us then i'll take back everything i just said <laughs> honey you brown. will have to you'll be wearing the honey brown t-shirt um all right next uh next can, uh can it or consume it uh consume it or can it i don't even know the the segment toddy's wasted anymore. uh the idea uh of nostalgia and sports um i guess this is kind of a hard one to to can it or consume it let's Let's put it this way: Is the fact that uh, nostalgia, the idea that nostalgia, uh, that we have to hang on to that, that you need to keep things the way they were in the past in order to enjoy sports, enjoy your team, enjoy players, canning or consuming that idea? I'm gonna dip one foot in and one foot out on of this one. You are. Yeah, of course no, you shut are. Up. <laughs> because I just feel like there's some certain instances where nostalgia is great, and it's there's nothing wrong with recognizing the past. I'm a history buff, so I enjoy the past for what it is, but at some point you do have to let it go. And in some yeah. instances it just really doesn't matter. So, you know, it, it it's a topic by topic. Discussion. <laughs> so God, you, I feel like I say that all the time. Yeah, but, you may you know. can you may consume it. Um, I'm canning the idea. I uh, of course you are. As somebody, well, no, hang on. I'm a fucking, <laughs> I'm a Notre Dame fan. There's clearly some nostalgia that I hold on to because that's all I can hold on to with my team. But I think the idea that you have to like hold on to this, it, it's like you said, you get over it quickly. Like yeah. you're going to be pissed at first, but you're going to get over it. If your team moves to a different stadium, if they change their logo, if a player leaves for free agency. Eventually, you're going to get over it. Like, especially it's not, if they start winning. God, that's right? That's all. and that's what it exactly. That's what it all comes down to. Who gives a shit what uniform your team could be wearing? Fucking rainbow colored uniforms. If they're winning, you don't give a shit anymore. You will wave a rainbow flag. <laughs> You'd be like, "Fucking, that's my team." Hell yeah, we fucking won. Talk shit. Go ahead. I dare you. So it doesn't matter. I I think the idea that Things have to always stay the same. You have to be in the same stadium. The same stadium. The same stadium is what I just said. Goddamn, Honey Brown. Uh, <laughs> Blame Honey Brown for your speech impediments. Go ahead. The uh, the idea that you have to stay in the same stadium, that you have to wear the same uniform, whatever, all of that stuff. Uh, I'm canning that idea because I think that's kind of crazy. 
All right, so what about the idea of players staying with one free team and uh, free agency not ruining sports, but making it less fun, for lack of a better phrase? Man, I'm going to go triple can tonight. Uh, ah. I, I don't think it does make it less fun. I think uh, maybe it's because I'm getting older and I wish I had more money that I can't fault a 22, 23, 24-year-old <laughs> kid for getting whatever he can while he can, especially in the NFL where your career is so short, like, Get your money while you can before you get a concussion and get knocked out of the league. Like, I think some of the other sports, like baseball, maybe, uh, you know, you're less prone to But I, I don't know. You see these guys get career-ending injuries all the time, and they're done. Get your money while you can. So I don't I don't think free agency is, is a bad thing. I It sucks when it happens to you and your, your favorite player leaves, and I get that, and I understand, and I feel for you, and I'm empathetic, but – at the end of the day, you're going to get over it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and can it. I used to, I think, when I was younger, and it's hypocritical as shit, used to be uh, more upset about um, free agency because, like you said, when you lose a player, nothing sucks more. Exactly. Especially if they go to a team that you just cannot stand. There's nothing worse than a guy from your team going to a team that you don't like. Yep. So, yeah, when I was younger, I, you know... I complained about it a lot, but at the same time, I was always like, "Man, do you know how? Do you know how much I wanted the Braves to be the ones that landed Griffey?" And, and they were like this close, and they were also this close to landing a Rod. Thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> Thank you, history, for that one. But uh, yeah, at the times, you know, it was it was crappy. But now, yeah, I understand the business of things, and I right. get you know free agency. And it is what it is. I'm I'm not gonna go as far as you and saying, "Yeah, you know, get as much money as you can," because some point, uh, for me, it's easy to say when I'm not making the money, but I'd like to think that the guys want to win first. Yeah. And some of them do. So I do enjoy that, you know, there's some guys that are like, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit less, just a little bit less, because we've got a great situation here. Okay, but even that, it, it not even just take the money and go. If you are on a team that is abysmal and you've got a chance to go to a contender fucking go right yeah it's the same idea just a different you know a a different focus on it but yeah but overall i'm gonna can the idea that it's ruining sports and making less fun i I, at this point i think it's making sports more fun in some situations i agree i'm with you on that man all right everybody this has been uh another episode of craft brood sports uh thank you guys for listening appreciate Uh, it it's awesome to see the feedback keep it coming keep tuning in uh follow us on twitter at craft b sports uh you can check us out on facebook craft brood sports uh if you want to uh you want us to drink a beer you want us to talk about a show topic hit us up craft brood sports at gmail.com you can follow Scott on Twitter at Scotty K Jr. No, Scotty underscore K underscore Jr. Don't forget the underscore. Sorry, Bruh. fucking underscore. And uh, you can follow me at Mike Burlon. Uh, thank you guys for joining in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. 
We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.